Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. And it's Thursday, which means our dear friend, Mark Lupo, joins us. Hey, Lupi, are you there? Lupi Lou is here. Lupi Lou, how was your family vacation? You, your mom, Doris, had to leave your dad and your new boyfriend, Kevin Jonas, all went away. How did it go? Yes, and my brother, too. Jonathan was there. <gasps> Jonathan, who loves a sandwich? Loves a sandwich. No, it was it was a great trip. We had so much fun. My family loves Kevin, and they got along really well. And uh, it was super relaxing. Was there any moments, any little stress? There's always a little bit of stress when you're spending time with a family and somebody new in your life, and are they going to fit in? Was there any moments? You know, the moments for me are like sharing a bathroom with other people. <laughs> I am not a, I'm not good at sharing. And it's like my, my things are everywhere. There's no space. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> the hardest thing my single friends or my friends that are dating, my friends that are not living with a partner tell me, the hardest thing, particularly after a certain age, uh-huh. is giving up your bathroom. Exactly. It's just like, we have two bathrooms here, luckily, in my apartment. Yes. And one is very much mine, and uh-huh. one is Bruce's. And if people say to me, sometimes they ask, what is the secret to a successful marriage, a successful partnership? And the first thing I say is separate bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You need your own space. Well, apart from the bathrooms, though, it went very well. Hey, when do we get to meet Kevin Jonas? Maybe in a few weeks, you can have him... Weeks. Like a little cameo or something on the oh show. Goodness, maybe he can record us a little message. <laughs> maybe, Kevin. maybe Kevin. so. Does he listen? <laughs> he does, and he loves he loves you, and he loves hearing about himself on the show. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Hello, what have we done? We've created a monster. A monster. Oh, poor Doris. We don't talk about her anymore. I know. We Doris has been pushed out for Kevin. <laughs> I know. I don't want to cause trouble in the family. Look at no. that. They get along so well, and I'm already <laughs> stirring the plot. Okay, let's jump into the show. It's a fun show today. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. 
fine. This story I find just fascinating. So Meghan Markle is shaping her career around four A-list women, and one of them is going to surprise you. So Meghan doesn't want to replicate the success of any one person, but rather she is finding inspiration in several big names. Sources tell Page Six that Meghan reportedly wants to be a little bit of Reese Witherspoon, who doesn't, a little bit of Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> hmm, a little bit of Gloria Steinem, smarty pants, and a little bit, get this mark, of Kate Middleton. I no, know. So no. nobody would expect to see Kate on that list because they are very different people, although, get this, and I love it, Meghan does respect the work that Kate does. She mm. respects that Kate, who really married into this family too, she was not from royal blood, she's managed to navigate this family in a way that Meghan didn't. And instead of hating her for that, she actually admires her. I think that's really interesting. It's a really good insight into Meghan. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of forgot that Kate didn't come from royal no, beginnings, and she actually came from very, very humble beginnings, right? Yes. And, they, and they gave her a hard time with that. You know, she was, it was not an easy transition for her. So I do have, give her a lot of credit for stepping up, uh, especially in this time after the Queen has passed, and mm -hmm. she's been making, you know, picking up the slack for the family and showing up to a lot of events and, and keeping everything going. So I can see that for her. Yeah, I, she, they were calling her, when she first met him, Commoner Kate. Yes, oh because God. Princess Diana was a lady. She was part of the aristocracy. She lived in a big, big castle-type estate, Althorpe Park. It looked like Downton Abbey. Yeah. Kate didn't. She lived a very middle-class, upper-middle-class. I mean, it was a very nice life. Very much like yourself, Mark. Right. The house that Doris has is probably very similar to what the Middletons had. A very nice upbringing, but certainly not royal, not aristocracy. So they called right. her commoner Kate. And now, <laughs> the fact that we have forgotten about that tells us what an incredible job she's done. I remember when I left... PR. I was a publicist for a long time and a very successful one to the point where most people would associate me with J-Lo or Britney Spears or Jessica Simpson or one of these big stars. Mm -hmm. When I wanted to become a reporter, a columnist, I really had to stop talking about that and really reinvent myself. And I've done it. Now, yeah. if you say Rob Shooter, people think podcasts, books, columns. It's interesting, Mark. Have you ever had to reinvent yourself? You know, I, I had to, over the years, you know, reinvent myself, going from TV to then being a reporter and working yes. on digital news and then going back into TV and podcasting. And so I think that's the best part of this is you can reinvent yourself you if can. you want to, if you really you want can. it. Yeah. You really can. The other point I want to make here, though, is I'm not sure, Megan, you really want to base your future on anybody else. Base it on yes. you. Whenever yes. I've tried to copy somebody, I've always failed. When I, I was obsessed with Chelsea Handler for a while, when she had that late night show on E, I was on the panel twice. I really wow. enjoyed it, but I wasn't witty enough because they didn't want reporters, they wanted comedians. And yeah. I got it. I'm not a comedian. I'm very funny. But I'm not <laughs> a stand-up comedian. So I don't have jokes in my pocket. Then for a while I was insanely jealous of Andy Cohen. I realised I wanted his success, not really, I didn't want to be him. I don't mm. really like what Andy does that much. I'm not that mean and I don't like watching people fight like what he's done with those housewives. Yeah. is a show that I would just never produce. It makes me a bit uncomfortable. So I think here, Megan, I get it. Who doesn't want to be Reese Witherspoon? She's glorious. Who doesn't want to be, or at least have the success that Gwyneth has? A lot of people don't want to be <laughs> Gwyneth, but her success with... <laughs> 
is right. extraordinary, and I'm sure Megan would love a part of Goop. Kate's success is extraordinary. Gloria Stylem, I mean, come on, a legendary, legend. a legendary legend. person. But Megan, I think you should be the best you. Not a second-rate Kate or a second-rate Reese, which is what you will be if you follow them. When I started writing my bookmark, I read all these other books. I, I was a machine doing research, doing homework, and I did the work, but then I had to throw them all out because all I was doing was copying somebody else. You have to digest the information and then stop and mm. then be you. That's mm. quite, quite hard because it takes a lot of courage being you, Mark. I think it's probably the hardest thing you can do is be yourself, and it's. Uh, and but I think to Rob to your point, you won't succeed unless you really become you know the best version of yourself and be true to what you really are. You've got to be yourself. I wanted yeah. to be Wendy Williams for a while when you were working on the Wendy show, but I'm yeah. not Wendy. I'm not that girl. I'm not that. She's a bit naughty too. She's like, Wendy yeah, a bit mean. I don't see. I'm more of a Sherry Shepherd, if the truth be told, oh than a God. Wendy. Have you figured out who you are, Mark? Are you happy with who Loopy Lou is? I think it's an, it's an ever-growing and evolving process. I'm, mm. I, I'm happier. I think in my late 30s now, it's been one of the most um, freeing parts of my life and, and the most honest parts of my life, but I'm still, I have work to do. And I think we all do, right? We all do. It never ends. It shouldn't end, and we don't want it to end because that's part of the joy of being alive. But I must admit, Mark, on the, on the short time, the two, three years we've been doing this podcast, you're much more you now on the podcast than when you started. I feel that way, and you make it easy too, because it's like talking to you know your friend. We're having fun, but you're we're in the closet. We're in the closet. in closets talking to mics. I'm just staring at you on the Zoom. I'm ever, I'm always shocked, Mark, when I find out people listen. I forget sometimes that it's actually posted live. <laughs> Me I too. Know. I just feel like I'm having to catch up with you on the phone. Like I call you once a week and we gossip. That's what right. I feel like. We go right. to all our friends. What we think about this. It feels like that, which is it I does. think the success of the show. Okay, I want to know what all you naughties have to think about this. It brings us to our poll question of the day. Meghan Markle is shaping her career around Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, and a little bit of Kate Middleton. Who do you think Meghan should focus on? If you have to pick one of those three, that's basically what I'm asking you here. Who do you think Meghan should pick? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back to Mom Rowell to hear your results. Hey, Loopy. What are you working on? Yeah, this story breaks my heart, Rob. Mm. Sandra Bullock put her Hollywood career on pause to care for her critically ill boyfriend, Mm. Brian Randall. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. So when the actress stepped out onto the red carpet alongside her co-star Channing Tatum at the premiere of the movie The Lost City in March of 2022, without Randall by her side, few had a clue as as to what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. including myself. But apparently Tatum is believed to have been a part of a small group that was aware that Randall was suffering from ALS. Oh. And then since then, Bullock has only been seen a handful of times in mm-hmm. public. She told CBS Mornings, I want to be at home because I was always running. I was always running to the next thing. I just want to be present and responsible for one thing. Oh, that's him. That's who she That's was him. talking about. Mm-hmm. We, and we're very good at this, Mark. We're very good reporters. We're very good journalists. I did not know about this. Now, I'd heard some rumors, and we knew that he had moved out of the house for a little bit. Mm. It looks like he had gone to a hospice now, mm. so we thought there was relationship problems. We were wrong. This relationship was rock solid. And the reason Sandra took a step back, and she did. We all saw that. She wasn't working as much. The reason mm-hmm. she took a step back, 
back is she wanted to focus on this really mm. devastating, devastating event in her life. It's just so beautiful and heartbreaking, and it tells you who Sandra Bullock is, and the fact mm. that we didn't know about it makes me like her more. Now, that sounds crazy coming from a gossip columnist, but I love a secret, and I really respect you for it, and particularly secrets about health. We don't do health news on this show. We, we, we do the news when it breaks, but if I get a tip that somebody is sick, I had a tip that somebody had cancer, we don't do that news. Right, so we, right. we, we don't report it, and that's just one of the things here that I think makes us who we are, who mm-hmm. we are. So I really sure. respect Sandra for this, and I also love the fact that she has an inner circle. You have to have that group of friends. I have it. It took me a long time to build it, and I think people would be surprised that my inner circle is not Countess Luan and Sonia Morgan, or these fools that I hang out with, or you see photographs of me with dancing in bars. I have a really small group of really good friends, most of which do not even work in this business. What about you? Yeah, exactly. I think the entertainment business, it could be very transient, and mm. uh, it's, people are fleeting, and moments are fleeting, and I think you have to ground yourself with the people that really do care. And you can have fun and have those entertainment celebrity friends you can go out with and have drinks, but at the end of the day, when something goes really wrong, you want people in your corner who are going to care you want for people you. people in your corner. Yeah. yeah, one of my heartbreaks about Wendy is that she doesn't appear to have everybody. You know that I've been talking to Wendy and yeah. seeing her. I posted a picture of us out for dinner, and she held onto my hand that night. It, like, she didn't want to let go, Mark, and at the mm. end of the night, I took her home. I went mm. back to her apartment. So most friends, you, I'd throw in an Uber. I wouldn't <laughs> even do that. Say goodbye, get your own Uber. Right. But like Wendy, I got Wendy home, and then when we got home, she had trouble getting out of the car into the apartment, so I walked with her to her front door of the apartment and she was like please come up please please come up uh. and then I sat with her for a few hours because she had nobody around and Ugh. what made me sad was I'm it like I'm all you've got like you don't know me that way we know each other over 10-15 years of being on the show we know each other but I'm, I didn't consider myself a close friend now maybe I do because I've spent a lot of time talking with people talk to your friends get on the phone and the stuff that you don't think is important becomes important so tell them all the little details of your life and that's how you build these amazing bonds sandra we are sending you our love Mm. okay moving along lizzo faces more sexual harassment allegations from six six more people So more people accusing Lizzo of inappropriate sexual behaviour after the singer was sued for sexual harassment by three of her former backup dancers. Attorney who is representing the lawsuit against Lizzo confirmed that he has been reviewing and vetting new complaints from at least six people who have similar stories. He said in a statement to the lawyer that these accusers are brave for speaking out and coming forward with their experiences and this has opened the door for other people to feel more empowered to share. This is what happens when a story breaks. It's like pulling your finger out of a dam. The floodgates open. So we knew for a long time that Ellen was not the nicest celebrity. But who's going to say it? Mm -hmm. Who's going to risk that? She's so powerful. Then slowly a couple did. And then a few (laughs) more. And then the floodgates open. It's the same with celebrities that have affairs, that cheat. It's the first one that's the hardest story to tell, Mark. And then you find a pattern. Don't you agree? Isn't that your experience of this? Oh, they're all the same. These stories, when they when they break, it just the gushes out with info. And I, you know, I'm really disturbed and truly just disappointed in this whole 
thing. And it's funny, I was a get, I was uh, in the audience of Watch What Happens Live last summer when Lizzo was the guest. Yes. And she was promoting her reality show. And yes. several of the dancers were the bartenders. And in between commercial breaks, they were drinking and fanning each other and dancing around and twerking. And I'm like, oh. what? where did this all go wrong? What happened? So she was interacting with them and being nice. And Oh, yeah. So, wow, that's a really good insight. I have a friend who worked on the tour behind the scenes like mm. a technical person mm-hmm. and he said she was very tough but mm. he also said he worked with michael jackson and other people like that he said they were tough sure. and you'd never say that about a man so part of me was like oh is this because she's a woman but it's gonna all all come out okay quickly before we go to break what's happening with billy porter oh my gosh billy porter says he has to sell his house because of the strikes oh uh, he said quote i have to sell my house because we're on strike and I don't know when we're going back to work. The life of an artist, until you make FU money, which I haven't made yet, it is still check to check. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting, Mark. We always think famous people are super rich and they're not. Yeah. I worked with a lot of famous people who struggled financially. You wouldn't believe it. Some of them are on the covers of the magazines and they couldn't afford the life that you think they have. Earning money in show business is actually very hard. Earning a wage that you can live on in show business is very, very hard. And so unless you're a Taylor Swift or a Beyonce, you really have to think about this. And I I think it's interesting that Billy has pointed out he lived paycheck to paycheck. He doesn't have savings. Those clothes alone probably cost him a fortune, half his salary, Mark. And so when you look at people showing off, peacocking around, that's what I like to call it, (laughs) it's not always the truth, Mark. Have you found that some of the people that you think are really rich, even friends, are not quite as rich as you think? It's true. One of my first bosses from the Tyra Banks show told me this. He was like, save your money because you never know when the check's going to stop. And, you know, working in entertainment. And uh, it's true because people, you think this is going to last forever, these checks, these big opportunities. And and when the world comes to a halt, what do you do? You have to really be, you know, have that money saved. You can, you know, get yourself through an emergency. And I'm kind of surprised in some ways that Billy didn't have any kind of savings because he's been in a lot of successful projects and maybe he spent too much of his money I don't know right that's part of the problem too is that they start spending like they're Elton John when they're not when they're Billy Porter like it's (laughs) a complicated world isn't it but Billy if you need a sofa to sleep on call our friend (laughs) Lupe you'll have a note but don't share the bathroom right we're gonna take a quick break but we will be right back Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Hey, Loopy, we didn't have a poll last show because our lead story was Sandra Bullock, and it just wasn't right doing a poll about that. But don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. Who do you think Megan should be like? Reese? Do you think Kate? Who do you think? Check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our noisiest of the day. Oh, uh, our nicest of the day. It's Jamie Dornan. Mm-hmm. Mm, we like him here. <laughs> he recalled being jealous of his pal, Robert Pattinson. Oh. I know it's interesting. So the, so the Fifty Shades star explained that he was envious of Pattinson, who was making a name for himself as a vampire heartthrob, <laughs> Edward Cullen, when the pair, as well as pals Andrew Garfield and Eddie Raidman, were roommates over a they, decade ago. They were roommates? What? Oh, I'd love to be in that room. A fly on the wall in that room. Oh, yes. 
he said, Jimmy said, quote, I probably at one point was quite jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Like early on when we were all friends back in London and Rob was just going places and we sort of weren't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this? Oh, I think I love that he's admitted this because we're all jealous of somebody. What I say is jealousy for myself and maybe for you too. It's a lighthouse. It's showing you what you want. So when you were jealous about somebody, about something, look at what they have. I used to get really jealous when I'd turn on the TV and see entertainment reporters from People and Us Weekly and Radar on the morning shows doing the celebrity gossip. I used to get so jealous when I was watching a documentary on VH1 and I'd see somebody talking about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. I used to get really, really jealous of that. So what did I do? Instead of focusing on the person and, oh, I hate that person, Mm -hmm. I got on those shows myself. I did it myself. So it actually was helpful. Jealousy, I think, is a very helpful emotion. Now, what I must confess, though, is what still makes me jealous is when I see fools on TV who have no business being there. So (laughs) I'm only jealous of you if you're actually any good. But there's a lot of people, someone called Josh, no more of that (laughs) name, who was on TV a lot, Mark. You used to book him. Mm. And it used to drive me insane. Not because I wanted what he had, but I was fuming that a phony baloney was on TV with no experience. So that's what makes me jealous the most. What about you? Rob, listen, when I think about jealousy, I think about it in the way that you describe it now. And it, it's true. It is like a guiding force. A it's, and it's it's not about anyone else. This is a journey that we're on our own journey, our own path, and we're not in a race with anyone but ourselves. So I remind myself of that too. Remind yourselves. It's a lighthouse. It's showing you the way it's a map. Okay, let's do my naughty thing. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Jeff Lewis called Kyle Richards a quote lesbian on Ozempic oh, oh amid the rumours that she's having an affair with Morgan Wade so he was on Watch What Happens Live and he started talking about his friends on the Beverly Hills Housewives and he's very close with Kyle or he was until he said this and he said quote Kyle and I are friends she didn't tell me she's a lesbian on Ozempic now what he's referring to is she's lost a lot of weight she said it's not Ozempic and that she's hanging out with Morgan Wade, which she said are just friends. It's just so naughty. And if she is indeed having a relationship with Morgan, that's really her story, I think, to tell. And naughty is the day. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Sometimes you meet someone and you know from the first moment that you want to spend the rest of your life without them. Yes. <laughs> You thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? Trust your gut. I've met people and I knew right away that I didn't really want to spend any time with them. I knew they were trouble and I didn't listen to my gut. And it always ended up biting me in the bottom. So when people tell you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. And the people that you don't want to spend time with, don't. They don't change. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And all together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.